This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. How's it going, everyone? I'm Joshua Tigas, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. On this week's episode, I took the chance to sit down with one of my cousins and talk about something that I've recognized brings people closer together. Kayla is like another sister to me, because growing up, we were always out on the farm together, whether it was playing with toy tractors or messing in the mud. Some of my most memorable childhood moments have come with her. Now that we're getting older, we're each pursuing our dreams, but I've recognized that sometimes the distance between people is what brings them together. But most importantly, it's what brings families together. Throughout this episode, I hope you recognize that, because this topic randomly struck me one day when I was driving back from college. Over the past couple of months, I've gotten closer to some of my family members than I ever have before. So, without further ado, allow yourself to escape from your life for a little while and enjoy this episode with Kayla. We're back with some more positivity here on episode 11. And Kayla, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So for people who don't know, Kayla and I have actually been really close growing up. Um, I've kind of used the phrase that she's the sister that I've never had. Obviously, as you guys know, I do have other sisters. I've had them on earlier episodes, but there is quite a bit of an age difference between them. So growing up, Kayla was like kind of like that close sibling that I've never had. Oh, Josh, you give me too much credit. I'm not that much older than you. But uh, yeah, and it's actually funny because you've always been the brother I never had. And here almost 20 years later, now I do have a baby brother. So it's funny how the world will throw that back at you. Yeah, growing up with you, I know out at grandma and grandpa's together, there's so many memories out there. I think the um, one thing that really sticks out to the both of us is the mud day. Oh, that day. Yeah, They're not going to let us forget that. Definitely not. No, I still have pictures of that. And at the time, we didn't feel the greatest about it. But looking back, whenever I think about it, it gives me a little laugh. Oh, me too. I love looking back at those pictures. We were so innocent and we just had so much fun. Yeah, covered in mud from head to toe. But yeah, just out on the farm. That's really what we did when we were growing up out at grandma and grandpa's messing around their yard out in the tractors out in the fields and stuff. Yes, countless days playing outside and coming up with fun little games. I'm sure it wasn't always fun and games for grandma and grandpa because they had to chase after us. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We weren't always the best behaved either. (laughs) At least I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, but now here we are. We're both off at college chasing our own dreams and whatnot. You're in your second year and stuff and getting everything lined up I know you talked to me I think starting next semester you're gonna really start getting into more of the like medical field hands-on stuff is that right yes yes I'm taking a class that has a lab where we um, start learning our skills and you know really getting into patient interaction and that's just really exciting for me I've been very passionate about getting into nursing and like 
you know, getting out of the classroom aspect and more into the, the real atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that is really excited. And I'm, and I'm really excited for you because I know that's what you've been chasing after. And here you are finally getting ready to make that big step. But like I said, we are both off at college and that kind of leads us into our topic today of distance. So this topic was really random how it hit me. So one day, I think it was the first weekend in October, I was driving back home and then just out of the blue, just the word distance came into my mind. And I got thinking on it a little bit and I thought this would be an excellent topic for an episode because I've realized over these past couple of months how the distance between my loved ones, like especially my parents, have really brought us together. Yeah, it's a very different aspect of our lives. You know, we grow up and especially with our family, everybody's so close and near home. And we just really were never exposed to that aspect of distance. I think the first time I actually went away from home for a long period of time is when we went to Honduras. And even then I had you and Uncle Wayne along. So I brought some of home with me down there. And uh, yeah, being at college, it's very different. Even like you don't go very far away. BV's what, an hour from home? Yep. And I'm in Omaha, and that's about an hour and 40, hour and 30 minutes, the lead foot. And just that physical distance, it's so, it's such a new aspect in our lives. And I think sometimes it's hard to work around that with all the new stress that's in our college lives, especially that first year at school. Yeah, absolutely. That physical distance, like you said, that's really what we're talking about today is how that physical distance kind of brings people together. Like I've noticed. I know I just said it, but I've noticed over these past couple of months, I've grown like closer with my parents than I kind of ever have been because I have that new appreciation for what they've done for me. And especially during quarantine, like always being home and stuff like, yes, it was amazing to be with them, but I kind of took that for granted. And I didn't realize that I would be going away here. And I guess I never realized how much I leaned on them. Oh, absolutely. I, when you brought up that you came to appreciate them in different ways, I definitely had an experience like that too. Yeah, it's just when you get out of the home and suddenly, you know, you're launching into your own world and starting to take off in your adult life and you really come to appreciate, you know, all the little things that our parents would remind us about, things that were once, you know, annoying now they suddenly they come flooding back and you're like oh yep they were right and it sounds so cliche to say because you know they spend your whole lives telling you that and you never really understand it until you're actually there and on your own and and then yeah you start to form that like adult relationship with your parents and yeah just so many things that you never even thought of yeah, I love that you said that adult relationship. I've never really thought of it in that way. But since you said that, it's really what it is. What I'm developing with my parents now is that adult relationship. One of the things that has been a big thing that I've had to transition from is I'm always used to like bouncing my ideas off of my parents, just like coming out of my room, walking into the kitchen saying, hey, mom, what do you think of this? Or having them read over some papers before I turned it in or look over some projects, but you really have to, like you said, take on that adult role in life and develop different 
like new type of relationships or connections with those people you're close to. Right. And just being away, you're out of your comfort zones. Like you said, you would bounce ideas and have them check your papers. You know, we're very comfortable, like having that to like lean back on. And then when you're at school, that's just not the same. They're always a phone call and text away. And I think my parents have been good about, you know, reaching out to me and then answering when I reach out to them. You just don't always have that luxury of having somebody. I think Jessica mentioned it in one of your earlier podcasts, somebody always looking over your shoulder and like, they're there to guide you, but in very different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to, like you said, still keep that connection, still reach out a simple text and whatnot. I know I'm maybe a couple times a week, if I get done with stuff at night, I'll FaceTime my mom and stuff just for a little bit, just to say hi. We usually don't talk about much, but it's just to see each other once again. So keeping that connection. And then you mentioned Jessica, and I've noticed too how I'm developing this new relationship with them too, because of this new experience, like college, that's really the first thing that I kind of experience with them or remember them going through is college because of the age difference and stuff. So this is one of our new connections that we're able to talk about. And it's really helps me to like reach out to them and help build that relationship there. And it's kind of all because of A, this new experience, but B, the kind of distance that we have between us. Right. And that's a very good point is how relationships, they change, but they're very positive changes too. Like yours is um, helping you out. I'm on the other side of that spectrum. I'm the first one in my family to go off to college, the first child. And I have younger siblings at home. And like how you mentioned earlier, my relationships with them have changed, but in very good ways. I see very good things. At first, I was very sad, you know, because I, as the oldest, I think, especially in my senior year of high school, when you realize it's all going to change, took on a very like motherly hen role. And I just love spending time with them. And now that I'm here, I can't physically be there, but just reaching out to them and, you know, small things, just texting them saying that I miss them and I love them and I'll be home in a couple weeks, you know, that's just what's keeping us together, even though we're apart for a little while. Yeah, that's something that I've recognized too, is your kind of relationship with your younger siblings has really gotten stronger, or like you've said, taken on a different role or whatnot, since you've been off to college because of the new things that you've either recognized or like you've said, the new roles you've taken on. Right. And like the things I see with my sister who is in high school of just her maturing and developing and growing in my mind, she's always that little, the little sister who I have to keep an eye on and point her in the right direction. But now I see her, you know, going in directions of her own and being that motherly role to my other younger sister and then to our baby brother, I guess. So it's just really cool to see them growing up when I'm not there to experience it firsthand, but then to come home and just, you know, appreciate that the people that they're growing into and seeing where their lives and their interests and their passions are taking them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this all comes back to the quote that I've heard and I know it's really popular is you don't know what you have until you don't have it anymore. And it all comes back to like that new appreciation for things and just kind of taking things for granted. 
And then we don't realize how blessed we were until we simply don't have the luxury of it anymore. Yes, I agree very much with that quote. Just even like doing chores at home and all those silly things that we got upset about or acted like we didn't have enough time for, it all comes back to us one way or the other. I'm glad now, like when I go home, I look forward to doing the dishes, uh, actually, weirdly enough. And if my mom listens to this, she'll probably not believe it, but it's true. (laughs) Just those little things, you know, helping out at home, folding the laundry, just spending those extra five minutes in the living room while they watch a very ridiculous show or something on TV. Yeah, absolutely. I have kind of jotted down here the simple tasks. Like you said, chores, just helping out, spending that extra time with them. I know one thing that this summer I really took for granted, but now I really cherish and I'm looking forward to in this upcoming break is at night sitting on the couch with my mom flipping on a Netflix show that we enjoyed together and kind of going through the show together and whatnot. It's really the simple things. Like you said, spending that extra time with someone or even hugging them for that extra second. It, it, yes, yes. I love that you said that. I love giving hugs and just the smiling at people, just the very simple things that can mean that can have like a huge effect on somebody in their day and just their attitude. And that's part of like when you're gone, you know, making that effort to reach out to somebody and, you know, tell them you miss them or tell them you miss their smile or their laugh or you can't wait to give them a hug again. You know, it's making the effort and showing the love. That's what will keep you connected. Yeah. And one kind of thing that I've been contemplating if I'll ever get over is the homesickness aspect. I've definitely gotten better at it, but every time I go home, it's you just get that feeling. This is home. This is like where I'm supposed to be, really. But do we really get over it? I don't know if it's something, especially college students, their first year. I don't know if it's something they do really get over, but I think it just opens their eyes up to the world around them. It does. And I think it's different. It's obviously different for everybody. Some people are very excited to get out there and go have their college experience. And then I think some people that homesickness almost never goes away. I mean, we all have to accept that, you know, life will go on and we have to go out into the real world. And now that we're off at college, we never really have a spot back at home, like moving back into home. But um, especially coming from a family like ours that likes to stay close, I think it's just important to know your roots and where you came from and that the people that made you who you are and installed those values in you while you were growing up, you know, they'll always be there. and They'll always be home. Even though we'll make our our own home someday, they'll always be home. Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of uh, Tim McGraw quote of chase your dreams, but always know the road that'll lead you home again. I know that is a very famous quote and it should be because it has so much truth behind it. And kind of living it out now does give you that new perspective. Oh, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that homesickness aspect, like I said before, kind of, it just reminds us of what truly matters. Like the one thing in our life is family and they'll always Mm -hmm. be there for you to lean back on no matter what type of relationships you have with your family, they're always going to be there. And they're there to give you that little extra motivation and that push and stuff. Cause I know some family members have reached out to me up here at college and it has given me that extra push to keep going and 
get through things. It does. And it's just a good reminder of why you worked hard to get where you are, you know, that people believe in you so that, you know, it's okay to feel down and to feel defeated for a little bit. But what you, like you said, they give you that extra push to get you through. I love texting my mom when I'm just having a bad day or when someone else that I know is upset and just asking her, you know, just talking to her about it. And it just kind of uplifts me and helps me get through my day with my head a little higher than it was. And um, I always get random texts from like our aunts and some cousins and grandma and grandpa. And just when they let me know that they just think of me randomly, I think that just gives me a little extra spark. I can do this. Other people believe in me. If I can't do it for myself, I can do it for everybody who believes in me. Yep, absolutely. That's the same thing I've felt here is using that family as motivation because times do get tough and college does definitely get you down at times, but there's always people there that believe in you. So use them as your little extra push to achieve what you set out to do, really. Mm -hmm. So to kind of wrap this into the present person, I think, like you just said, reach out to those who like live far away and stuff to give them that little extra motivation and also stay in contact with them. Because sometimes our strongest connections are with those who live the farthest away. Right. Distance is something that you can't run from. It's a natural part of life. You know, moving out of the house, your friends, they all go to different schools it's just, it's inevitable. So really being able to adapt to that, I think is huge. Just staying, communicating, staying in touch. And, you know, like relationships change, you might not, you can always be be like best friends at heart, but, you know, it's different when we don't wake up and go to school and go to the same classes all day, every day. So like with those high school friends and people from home, it's just, they really know that you care when you reach out to them, like those one or couple of times, because everybody's still busy. But just those few times, you know, reaching out, that just makes the world of a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I kind of challenge people to do today is to reach out to someone. But with you, Kayla, like with all my guests, I got to ask you, what is your favorite quote? Well, Josh, I really thought hard about this. I said I could either Google a really cheesy one, but that's not very authentic. So I actually thought of one that popped into my head last week when I was having kind of a rough couple of days. And for some reason, it just popped in my head. And I think it's when I was thinking about coming home. When I do dishes on our sink, there's a window and we have a little frame and it has the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And when that just popped in my head, my whole attitude just shifted. And from there on out, I've been having good days and just telling myself like all these things in the world that I can't control and that's okay. Just got to control what I can. And if that's my attitude and my outlook, then I'm going to do that and get one step better every day. Yeah, that is beautiful. I actually haven't said that prayer in a while. So thank you for reminding me. Um, Of course. But yeah, that is a very powerful prayer. And like you said, it kind of gave you just that simple little perspective you needed for that day and kind of that little boost to have that optimistic outlook. Yeah, it was just very simple and it just gave me what I needed in that moment. So I hang on to that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you over break, hopefully. 
if you were back around home and stuff and catching up, it was really nice to catch up with you again and talk about how physical distance is sometimes the greatest thing that can bring people together because it makes you recognize and have these new appreciations for the people in your lives. It is. And thank you so much for asking me to be on here. It was great to hear your voice again. And I can't wait to see you over break. I know distance may seem like a vague or broad topic, but I hope you're able to recognize the deeper meaning that I was getting at. Sometimes a little space is all we need to bring us together. So that has to be the positive point of the podcast for this episode. Distance. When we spend every waking minute with someone, we take their presence for granted. And it isn't until we don't have that companionship anymore that we recognize the impact they have had on our lives. Sometimes the greatest blessings in our lives are right in front of our faces every day, but we don't think about them as blessings because they've always been there and we think they're always going to be there. The distance between you and a loved one is what allows you to recognize the importance they play in your life, the love they give you, the support offered through tough times, and the hugs when you need them the most. As people move on with their lives, physical distance between you and them is going to grow, but that doesn't mean they're going to leave your life. With this world that we live in, it's easier than ever to stay in contact with those who matter to you the most. A FaceTime call or Snapchat allows you to see them and feel that close connection once again. As we begin to explore new roads and find the path that we want to pursue, there's always one thing that's going to remain true. The support system behind you. No matter how far you travel, what road you take, or what road you don't take, your family and loved ones are always going to be right by your side. The physical distance may be large, but that doesn't mean the social one has to be. Sometimes we don't recognize what we have until we don't have it anymore. As you begin your next journey, whatever that might be, take an extra second to hug your parents or child for that one extra moment and give them a good squeeze. We never know when that squeeze is going to be the last one and when the distance is going to grow to greater lengths. So embrace the moments that come with your family. As time goes on, your path is only going to draw you farther away. So it's up to you to fight to keep that connection. As your distance does grow, take that chance to recognize what those people in your life mean to you. Like what Tim McGraw has said, chase your dreams, but always know the road that'll lead you home again. This week, I challenge you to do just that. Hug a loved one for that extra moment or reach out to a family member that may be physically far away. Sometimes just reaching out and letting them know that you're there and thinking about them is all they need. And sometimes the distance between you and a loved one offers the perspective that you both need in recognizing the impact they have on your life. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at ThePositivePoi2. That's the positive P-O-I-2. Or Instagram at the positive point underscore podcast. Or send an email to the positive point podcast at gmail.com. 
to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows? Maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tickus. And remember, keep it positive.